Coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, you are now listening to The Sankofa Paradox with Ed D and Low Key on ATL Underground Radio. Atlanta, what's happening? What's happening? Welcome back down in the underground for another uh, show of Sankofa Paradox with Ed D and Low Key. We missed you last Sunday, but we had to let some people get some rest and recuperation. But we're back at you today. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. Sort of, kind of. I'm in a good mood. I'm alive. I'm breathing. God is good. Uh, I'm in a good mood because we're back doing the show again today. Uh, my brother DJ Neelock over there is doing well and kicking. <clears throat> uh, the bros are wilding out. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, my birds lost again today. But they played a right. good game. They did play right. a good game. They played a good game. Defensively, we made an awesome stand. We made an awesome stand. Uh, Coach Raheem definitely needs to go ahead and get that job. But we're going to see what uh, Mr. Arthur, Arthur? to the Blizzank is going to do. Uh, but I think Coach Raheem needs to go ahead and, and, and keep running that thing. But, you know, people are going to pull that audible. They might, you know, they're talking about Urban Meyer might Urban go Meyer ahead. coaching the Falcons. No, they're talking about him coaching anybody. You know, they're trying to get Urban Meyer. And, I mean, they hope it. But I, I, they, they hope it he a uh, Jimmy Johnson and not a Chip Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Because he, he, him coaching the Falcons, I, I can see him probably getting hemmed up somewhere because you, you can't talk to professional players like you talk to them college boys. Yeah, like but, uh, them kids depend on their scholarship. Yeah. A grown man got grown man strength. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, but, uh, but, but, but you know, I think people understand it's hard to coach the NFL because Saban flamed out. He coached yeah. the Dolphins. He flamed out. He went back. He ran back yeah, to college. Cause he, could, he couldn't make that transition. I mean, he, a lot of college coaches. You tell no professional football player, hey, come here. Wait, what, who the hell is you talking to? Yeah, for real. Like, uh, who you talking to? Exactly. And this man is six foot five, all of three hundred and thirty pounds. Mm-hmm. So he will separate your mind from your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. But uh, good job today, Falcons. Uh, you know, good job today. You know, whatever. We forty eleven right about now. I know we're not going to the playoffs, but. Uh, that was definitely a good dis- a good showing today defensively. Julio checked out. Julio, and, my bad. Uh, I'm out. Julio, Julio checked out. <laughs> Julio, I'm out. Uh, you know, he's done for the season. I I, I get it, but I, I wish he'd go ahead and you know give us the rest of the season. But I just kind of understand where he's coming. Julio said so he's trying to save his eighty million dollar behind just, some injury. It just doesn't look good. Yeah, he like I don't care about looking good. But I'm gonna know, try to save my eighty million dollar behind. We'll see what's gonna happen. The rumor mill says that. Both of them will not. Uh, both of them, meaning Julio Jones and Matt Ryan, will not be back at the Falcons next year. But we'll see. Julio gonna be back. You ain't letting I'm, that go. I'm hoping it's Matt Ryan because I, I still don't like the hundred million dollar Statue of Liberty. We, we got it. But you know what back. though? But you know what though? Maybe they can draft uh, Justin Fields. That'll work. And and leave Matt Ryan there so that he can uh, watch. So can, so not not watch Matt Ryan, <laughs> but. <laughs> So, no, 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 so he can watch Justin Fields. Right. Well, I mean, so he can sit there and keep the seat warm. So Justin Fields get used to the uh, NFL defenses. Then Matt Ryan get hit too hard. Then they can bring him in. But uh, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and get on with the show. We got some good good stuff to talk about today, some good current events, some good main topics. As always, we got the resident PhD, Dr. Funkenstein, that behind us. I hear the gears in the brain turning. He's ready to get involved on this one. Since we did miss one last Sunday, we 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 back today picking it back up. So as always, as usual, I'm gonna throw this alley oop over to Mr. Low Key so he can tell you what we got for you today. So my people, my world, hey, uh, we'd like to thank you all. Happy holidays. We hope everybody. We know it's America. been a rough. 
holidays, you know, Merry Christmas, holiday, holiday. If you don't celebrate, you know, Christmas, you know, happy holidays to you, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, all those things. Um, Festivus for the rest of us. Yes. So, with that being the case, we're going to talk about some. So, you know, we've been gone for two weeks. You know, we had to have our holiday break too, but we're now back. And coming back, ooh-wee. <laughs> I mean, so the topic for today is going to be the end of it all. That's the title, the end of it all. Federal executions. I mean, we done had quite a few because Ca- uh, Captain Cheeto, so he's going to kill some folk before he leave. <laughs> um, Wall Street, we're going to talk a little bit about hedge funding and financial literacy. And COVID-19, we, it ain't done yet. As soon as we think a vaccine that came out, Europe done got another strain. Well, they're saying that that, that what we the, the vaccine we have right now will cover that strand, but lies. I, but I'm and and I, I, I hear that, but I'm glad that they acted early and not late with you know saying coming from the UK. Now, now my thing is, you should have just said nobody from the UK is coming over here, at least until you all get that handled. But they're saying if you're coming from the UK, you got to have X amount of negative tests or a negative test. Uh, negative COVID test. Uh, you I'm think Trump going to stop the, the little small part of Russia that's in Europe from coming over here? <laughs> Putin will be like, and, a word? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I, with I'm my glad, money. I'm glad they're doing that because uh, that does show, you know, that they're actually taking into consideration, you know, protecting us because we, we haven't been protected properly since this thing started. Uh, no, because it was just a common cold. Yeah, it was just... It and 360,000 deaths later... Yeah, it's that common cold been kicking our ass. Kicking our ass. I ain't because my thing is, I had an argument with, with a guy a while back. He, you know, I'm saying, well, you know, you're always saying we lose the same amount of people in the flu every flu season. I can't remember a flu season where we lost three hundred thousand people. So what you're trying to tell me is every year we lose three hundred thousand people. I don't see that happening. So how can you still be ignorant saying? We lose the same amount of people every year from flu season. That's impossible. Since I've been alive, I can never remember in my 43 years of living when we've lost 300,000 people year after year from the damn flu. So automatically, corona, COVID, whatever you want to call it, is is got to be more lethal than the daggone flu. But I, you get these, and they're Trump supporters. They're Republicans. They're Trump supporters. We lose the same amount of people from the flu. Nah, partner. I think you might want to do a little bit more research. You can you can look at you can look at television now. Even if the numbers on TV are a little bit inflated, uh, they not that far off. Cause like I'm saying, we still have we didn't lose we don't lose a hundred thousand people every year from the flu. So I, I don't I don't understand you know why people like trying to play this down. Playing it down is the reason why we're at three hundred thousand right now any freaking way. But. Like I said, I don't think we've been protected from the jump for this. We weren't protected uh, medically from this. We weren't protected administratively from this, from the presidency. We weren't protected. You know, you letting these greedy landowners evict people. We had no protection in the beginning on evicting people. Uh, You didn't protect small businesses. But I'm not understanding why, from a government standpoint, you're now worried about people getting money who don't need money. You didn't do... United States government, Democrat and Republican, what you should have done from the beginning, the beginning. So now you owe us one. So you damn right. You need to just be throwing money out there. Literally, we should be getting two thousand dollars a month at least for the next six months, or we should have been getting two thousand dollars a month every month since August. Because I don't care how much you give us. Guess what, stupid gobble, uh, 
uh, Republicans, Democrats, you're going to get it right back. You give us $2,000 a month, you're going to get it all back by July of 2021. So I don't understand what the problem is. Making the, making the needy suffer with the not-so-needy is not good business right now. Because you got several Republicans out there saying they're trying to make sure that people that don't necessarily need the money aren't getting the money. You're, you're, you're putting people that need that service in jeopardy by doing that. I, I think that the government is very short-sighted right now with this edict of, you know, trying to make sure that only the people that actually need the money get the money. That is that is short-sighted and reckless. So, I mean, you know. look at it. You got a stimulus package that they're trying to put together where it's almost a trillion dollars. The families in America only get 600. <laughs> but other countries are getting 500 million, yeah, how about a billion. That? I'm like, what the, what they got, what, what is, why are we sending 500 million dollars to Palestine? They ain't got nothing to do with COVID. How about that? So you're going to send 500 million to them, but we only get 600? Oh, oh what about is, that? What about that clause I remember hearing about related to millions going to the farming? The farming, farming bureau, farming bureau, like what? Well, farms do need to be saved because you know ain't nobody trying to go out there and pick no uh, pecans during COVID. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. I, I, you I can see that. Get your nuts. But, but again, <laughs> but again, if COVID, if we first of all, I understand we like to take care of other countries, but take care of home first. Yeah, your home is struggling. And two two points. I'm glad you said two two points. First of all, don't be blinded by your president and his touting about you know. I want everybody to have $2,000. First of all, he knows the Republican Party is not going to give everybody $2,000. He's just trying to make himself look good, and he's playing hes playing the middle of the argument, saying, well, look, I, I want him to give you $2,000. He knows that they're not going to pass $2,000. And because he knows, that it, it, you know, people that, that don't look properly at the situation, they're going to go, well, Trump's trying to get us $2,000. Maybe, maybe you know, he is maybe he's not so bad. Don't fall for that. No, but he, wait, he hasn't wait, even beat it was, He brought light to something they didn't want light brought to us. Why are we giving all these other countries money? Exactly. Remember when Georgia got, the country of Georgia got bombed and the federal government gave them $80 billion? Yeah. When Katrina happened, you yeah. like you didn't want to send nothing to, the, to yeah. New Orleans. You, you let all the people die in Katrina, yeah. But but you wanted, but you sent $80 billion to the country of Georgia. Yeah. The country of Georgia. Yeah. Eighty billion, not one billion, I, I not eighty remember. million. I remember eighty billion, but your folk in New Orleans lost their homes and all other everything else. Relatives. I mean everything. So everybody needs to pay attention to what really happens in this country. We're in a capitalistic system. Mm-hmm. Capitalism only works if you keep other people suppressed and oppressed. If these, if you do not put people, have people that are, are suppressed and oppressed then you cannot make maximum dollar. And, I mean, finance, capitalism in America is, 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 is another way of lynching minorities. You're, 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 you're killing them by not allowing them to prosper. Everybody's like, well, we got some successful... Yeah, you got a few successful people. I mean, we only got 0.05% of the wealth in this country. You ain't even got 1% of the wealth. We're 13.6% of the population, but we got 0.1%. 5% of the wealth. Them numbers don't add up. Like, don't even make sense. <laughs> and I, I don't know why, because we've been working in this country for almost uh, 600 years now. <laughs> like, so, really? Like, what's really going on? And I mean, and it's sad. Because again, when you pay, when you look at the right hand, make sure you pay attention to what the left hand is doing. 
Right. And we're not. And then they like, like, oh my God. Everybody want to talk about socialism. I want everybody to understand something. Welfare yeah, is socialism. socialism. Yep. Medicaid, Medicare, that's socialism. Your stimulus check. Is Your stimulus. Socialism. I mean, socialism. that's all socialism. Yep. Like all of it. Socialism is the impact of helping the community and the principal ideas to help the community and help them arise above and become more equal. That's what socialism is based on. So it's like you, everybody use that connotation as something negative, but I know for a fact that during the Great Depression, the United States government, no, Teddy, Teddy Rock, and Franklin, you know, they, they, them cousins, <laughs> but FDR, he put that, in the, that aspect of socialism in place to help white women whose husbands had went fault or help those young single family, white families, yeah. stay afloat. That's when that started. It wasn't about African Americans or Hispanics. Or, it wasn't about nobody of color. Nope. It was about uh, single white women. And, nope. and now happened to keep them afloat during the Great Depression so their kids could eat. It just so happened that we were we were a byproduct of it, byproduct of it at some point because, you know, when segregation away, now we qualified for this. And then now you got generations of black folks on welfare, but unfortunately. Well, that's a cycle, it becomes a cycle of poverty. But we ain't the poorest. And this, I, I think this also brings light to Trump and his farce of America First. Because America First says that when you knew that that plane was coming over here, what potentially infected people from China, you didn't stop it. You know, Why? Every, because every, you had white businessmen on that flight. Exactly. So Every MAGA hat and t-shirt out there is made in China or Taiwan. <laughs> Thank you. How many businesses? Your mask. Your mask that you wear? That shit coming from China. How about that? This <laughs> is made in China. How many How many businesses, how many corporations over here in America did he lean on to bring jobs back to the U.S.? So where's your America first? I've been waiting to put that out there for a while. Well, I mean, um, David Perdue made a lot of money. <laughs> of course he did. Kelly Leffler made a lot. Yes, she did. Everybody understand. I'm a Republican nor Democrat. Uh, me. Because some of the, a lot of them do some things I just don't like. But when you look at your candidates, you got to vote for your interests. I, to this day, still don't know what Leffler is planning to do because she has not said anything on one point. Only thing she keeps saying is, what, y'all? That leftist, radical, liberal, <laughs> Raphael Warnock. <laughs> you say what he is, but don't tell me what you're going to do. So, I'm yeah, still trying she- to figure out how did you even get appointed? She has not put a platform out there. To At all. Yes, she did. She put Trump's platform out there. Girl, girl guess what? He lost. Mm, yeah. He lost. Yeah, you going to lose right along with him. Keep oh, she's losing right now. Yeah. She's losing right now. But yeah. uh, and, and How far Perdue, behind is she right now? Uh, eight points. That's a large margin in, yeah. in voting. And how's <sighs> Purdue looking? He was behind two points last I saw. To all saw. I mean, Warnock's running a good campaign. I can't. I, I can't. Morehouse. But I can't really hate. I mean, I can't. I can't hate on it. The man running a good campaign. Every time she says some messed up stuff, he be like, "Look, I know she said this, but this is what I'm about." Hey, look, I know she did this, but this is what I'm about. Hey, look, I got that she said I'm like this, but here she is beside me. Yeah. So it's like she still she. Yeah, she still matter of fact, she still can't play down the fact that she's still there in that man's church. I'm honored to be here. This down the third. She still can't play down the fact. Their entire basketball team, you know, pretty much gave her a big fu when they wore uh, vote Warnock. Yeah, vote Warnock shirts when she was against, you know, the Black Lives Matter uh, situation. My thing is, as an owner, 
and and it, this is once again, you got to remember that, that one of the tenets of racism is arrogance and stupidity. Well, two of the tenets is arrogance and stupidity. You are the owner of a women's basketball team, and most of your players are African American. Why would you go against them on that <laughs> issue? That just wasn't smart. But once again, because the the, the, the radical leftist <laughs> socialist <laughs> Raphael Warnock's uh, he got into their heads. He preached them on Sunday when I had my team come and told them to be against me. Let, well, that, she only reason she did that is because John Isaacson, which actually seemed to be a good dude. Went to that church every year for the civil rights uh, service. Yeah. He went every year. He he was faithfully there yeah. every year. And she tried to follow his footsteps, but she felt so uncomfortable, I'm sure. Yeah, she couldn't. She wasn't fitting in nowhere. And, an and, in typical, and in typical African-American fashion, we were welcoming. Yeah. And we were cordial. Like Paula White, we were welcoming. And, you know, welcome, how are you? And But, you know, why is this broad here? <laughs> she an ugly white woman, too. She ugly. I also want to talk she about. Ugly though. Uh, like she ugly. Like she. <laughs> like she ugly. She is. She, she I've, I've been in arms length distance. Well, her face she is shaped is like Sideshow Bob's. It like, is. She like, is. She I was is like, really... the Simpsons came on after that. And I saw it. I was like, oh my God. She is a, <laughs> she is a rather tall, unattractive, rich woman. <laughs> but hey, her husband is the president of New York Stock Exchange. Whatever. I mean, I'm saying. But, but, but again, though. Like, you know how she got. Her? You know how she got her title. She nailed to the. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she nailed down to the stock exchange. What, what did she just do? They 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 put out the, the the domestic dispute that he had on Fox News with his wife back in March, and of course there was nothing founded, you know. Uh, but why would you play that two days before or two weeks before the election, right before Christmas? They played. Uh, hold on. They played. Raphael Warnock's domestic dispute. With yeah, because his wife, yeah, his wife oh. he, he went to go pick the kids up, and his wife and him, his ex-wife... Oh, his ex-wife. Got, ...got into an argument. Okay. And um, she called the cops and claimed that he drove the car over her foot. Uh-huh. So when the paramedics got there, they looked at the foot. It was no redness. There was nothing wrong. And then she was standing in that the doggone body cam video. So if somebody drove over your foot, you're not standing on nothing. No. Because mm-hmm. your foot is destroyed. Right. Um, but, destroyed, but it'd be hurt real bad. But, but, but why would marks. you... Right. So, so, the, so the cops didn't arrest him or nothing because it was unfounded. And they left the scene. But why would you run that on Fox News and try to throw this man under the bus? Because it's Once Fox again, News. you're not going out there saying what you can do for the community. You're just saying, don't vote for him. That, that's one of the that's one of the things that bothers me about American politics. It's it's not a a a a confrontation of what I what I know versus what you know or my plans being better than your plans. It's become how much dirt can we get on each mm. other, and that's and and people can and and the silly mis 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 easily led misled masses uneducated masses are falling for that crap. Yep. You know. And because my thing is, just, let's just go back to a Bill Clinton. I could care less about this man getting, getting a, a BJ in the, or in the, in, the, in the ovary office. Lewinsky, they call it Lewinsky. Yeah, now. I, I, yeah, I, <laughs> I could care less about him getting some Lewinsky in the Oval Office. That's between him, her, his wife, and God. That ain't got nothing to do with his ability to run a country. Nope. You know, I, you know, my thing is, is you know, and to, to go back to to a Trump. You know, at least Clinton was qualified 
to be the president. He's had time in, in Congress. Man, he was good. And he was good. He cut the deficit. President, president Obama was qualified to be. Hillary Clinton is qualified to be the president. They have spent time working in American government. What part of American government has Trump ever worked in? Or Leffler for that man. Or Leffler for that man. Like, how did you, like, I'm like, Kim. You got you no did, business in the job. I, I, in, my, in my mind, I said, Kim, what, what did you do? What did she do for you mm-hmm. to have you? Because I want to see his, her, his, the campaign donation she made to Kim. Because, yeah. like, she has done nothing. Not, not a damn thing. I don't know. But, now nah, I, I would hope not. Because I would look at her and be like, oh, my God, no. But, but again, you literally just picked her out of left field. Because she rich. There's a whole bunch of other rich, qualified Republicans around here. You picked her? Have somebody that's going to be a puppet and do what you do. But you can, if she, you look at that debate, she literally said everything. Somebody, whoever think, was in that earpiece, told her to say. I think she's a. I think she's a a better Sarah Palin. <laughs> wow. Because she, no, she, she not. Sarah no, Palin she made not. It on a well, no, no, I'm about to say Sarah but, Palin was but was remember, actually. But remember, Sarah Palin and and McCain was actually supposed to beat President Obama, but she got off script. She started freelancing. And she started talking off the top of her head and not off the script. And that's pretty much why they lost, because she went out on a uh, limb they and lost started doing it. Because the United States military was not supporting McCain like that. that and then that was, she was also a part of that. And then everybody felt like if McCain passes Earth, they cannot leave the country in her hands. Exactly, because she got off script. Because in the, in the beginning, when she was on script, you're like, damn. You know, she's, well, she's it might have been the fact that you she's know, smart, she's intelligent. No, nobody said she was script. smart. No, nah, that's because nobody said, said she was smart. It's because she said she could. Because see when you transfer six times, wait, wait. That's when she started. That's when she started going on. <laughs> when the football, when the, the University of Colorado football team know you. <laughs> oh wow! And you had to transfer yeah. school six times. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, come on now, Ooh. come on now. Let's, let's keep it real now. Like, uh, I, I don't, I don't talk about what people do. But I mean, you used the word smart. And I mean, I don't so, know. so are you saying that that Sarah Palin had a, had a night with the offensive line? Nobody said nothing about um, the railroad tracks. All I'm saying All I'm saying Back in the mother loving house With an offensive line for your mother loving mom Wow Wow Oh no All I'm saying Alright so But back to Lafler Well she ain't too far from Lafler I guess cause Cause what school did Kelly Loeffler go to? Uh, University of Illinois, Champaign. Oh, so she had them GDs, and I'm, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You don't have to be lonely. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! She had that like, Blagojevich going on. Man, from wow. baby. <laughs> but I mean, but again, but it's all fun and games. But it's fun and games until she get in his office. Yeah. Yep, because again, that. you've been in that office how long, and you ain't did nothing. Now I I have voted already, but I did vote uh, with a little with a little apprehension because uh, I I do fault Democrats right now with this gun legislation with the, with the rumor mill and the gun legislation. I think right now there are way bigger things you need to be worried about. Okay. Hold on. Don't let me finish. As a government. 
than guns. I think it is a cheap grab at a few big ups and hand claps, and uh, I think it's a cheap grab at popularity uh, going out the weapons right now. We have an, an economy we need to re-stimulate. We still got a pandemic we're trying to negotiate. Uh, we still got jobs we need to negotiate. We have uh, international uh, alliances we need to put back together. We've got so many other things in this country that you're worried about. Why in the HE double hockey sticks are you trying to make it harder for Americans to own weapons? Now, you can't keep weapons out of criminals' hands. Why are you bothering my weapons? You are not going to stop the next mass casualty event by, by making it hard for Americans to own weapons. You're just not. You're not going to stop another active shooter by making it hard for Americans to keep weapons. I think it's, it's very, it's misguided. Cause I ain't gonna lie to you, I, I was tempted to vote Republican uh, because I, I think that the Democrats shouldn't be worried about that right now. But you got all these Democrats talking about what they're gonna do, you know, to gun owners and tax stamps and things of that nature. And I think that's just foolish right now. We've got way, we got much bigger fish to fry in my opinion. So I voted. Like I said, I voted with uh, apprehension. I, I'm going to say this because I, I hear a lot of Republicans say something about the Second Amendment. This is what I'm going to say about that. Get off of that. This is why. People look at the Second Amendment like, that's our gun rights. No, dude. Let's understand the actual history of the Second Amendment. The history of the Second Amendment is that's when uh, <laughs> your boys from the Confederacy said that we can... As a matter of fact, well, even before that, the Second Amendment was about protecting yourself from English. The, no, it wasn't. The, the, no, it wasn't. It was. No, it was not. Yes, it he was. Can, no, look at the look at the documentation. It was about the militia of the Southern states being able to bear arms so they could catch runaway slaves. That's what it was about. It was not about protecting yourself because the military had their guns. It was for the militia during that time to be able to bear arms to make sure they can catch the property think, of the South. I think it was both of those things. but before No, was, on, before, on Capitol Hill. Before it was about uh, slavery thing you just said, it was also about the settlers being able to protect themselves. The right to bear arms was for the settlers, not settlers, but people to be able to protect themselves from the tyranny of the, of the British Army. But that's not what it said in, red, right, in, in, in words. On paper, that is not what it said. His argument, which is recorded, was who for... Who was uh, uh, um, Who was um, arguing for that? From the South. He was a delegate. Um, he was from Virginia. Okay. I if you wouldn't ask, I would be able to tell you his name. <laughs> um... So the second, so you saying the Second Amendment came about during slavery? Because it, no, it was, yeah, it was doing it. Yeah, think about it. It was during the American Revolution. Yeah, but slavery wasn't really popular during. Yes, the it was. Slave. What? Okay, slavery was. <laughs> wait, 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 what? What? No, because I mean, what the uh, the first person to die in the American Revolution was, Christmas was a Addis. black man. Yeah, they gonna do with slavery. Slavery well, was, was going on. But he wasn't a slave. Uh, okay, uh, slave. Christmas Addicts was not a slave. <laughs> However, you must be, don't forget, if you were a slave during the American Revolution and you fought for the British, you were freed. or you fought for America for a year, you were uh, given your freedom. 
or you could be a slave and you bought your way into freedom. That's so, right. That's right. So, I, I yes. the name so the, the argument at that time was British, during yeah. the American Revolution, the slave was like, no, you're not going to free yourself. I'm not going to be free. So it was a bunch of slave uprisers at that time. Yeah. And so the South came. It was a delegate from the South. I, I, it, I'm trying to figure out. I, I can't what think What was the dude name that was with Washington in the boat? That's James Armistad. Right. It wasn't James. It was, it was one of these delegates from the South that said, we must maintain the fact that our states are allowed to empower our militia to make sure that our property is able to be maintained because if our property goes, there will be a work stoppage in the South and we cannot keep up our goods for our finances. That was the argument for the Second once, Amendment. Once again, I'm going to say uh, what you're saying has validity, but the Second Amendment was not birthed out of being of slave owners being able to... to, to, to maintain slavery. The Second Amendment was already in place before that need to protect their this was, property was, this was before it, it was before the Constitution was ratified. Yeah, this was before that. Constitution wasn't ratified yet. So you're saying the basis of the Second Amendment <laughs> yeah. is for is for slave owners to be able to protect keeping slaves. Yes! But when the, but when uh, the Constitution... It's, it's the, now, it was for the, mili- the state militia I who, who, remember, to, to, at that time, that was your police. But wasn't the militia, like, huh? wasn't the militia to, 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 to stand against the British Army? No, or? not in the South. Not in the South. You're talking Virginia, yes. South Carolina, yes. But remember, at this time, you had territories that were not states yet. Okay, I got you. So they had to maintain the fact that when they was going to get ratified, that they were allowed to actually arm their militia to keep the slaves in place. So basically, both arguments are correct. Then. Yeah, I mean, it was, it wasn't about the troops because the troops that you can't disarm a troop, uh, a military, you can't do that. It was more about giving states the power. Remember, all right, everybody had to remember something. The first articles was the Articles of Confederation. Mm-hmm. It was the Constitution until 1781. Right. So before then, it was. What is slavery in? 1864, 65. So, again, almost 100 years later. So, again, they were at that time trying to ratify the amendments and the bills of the Constitution to make sure that they were able to protect their interests on this continent, in this country. That's why it's 13 original. We don't have to find out. What we got to find out is when the Second Amendment came out and then what year and then why. Because I, I, you, 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 I'm not saying what you're saying is incorrect, but I initially... I'm going to say that the Second Amendment was brought about for American um, settlers in um, America to protect themselves against British tyranny because those those British armies were coming up and uh, like taking people's property. This down the third and the Second Amendment was brought about so that the, the, the American colonists could protect themselves against the British trying to you know move in on them, take property. This this that and the third. Now, what you said might have some validity to it, but I don't. That was not. The, I'm not gonna say that that was the first and foremost point <clears throat> of the Second Amendment. Most white, most Southern white men aged 18 to 45 were required to serve on on patrols in the South. So let's see, Paul, but recognize James James Madison. James Madison, that's who it was. 
He drafted it. He drafted an amendment to protect the rights of the states to maintain their militias and make sure they were armed. Boom. But that doesn't. That, that, that didn't say that. That's what the second. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. You you haven't proven your point yet. Right. <laughs> maintain property. And the individuals have the right to their arms to make sure property was not lost. You're still missing the key statement in that. The Second Amendment is hereby being brought forth to. Where is that part? Well, let me say this to you. Either way you look at it, because that, that's written in a very vague way. If the slaves were to leave, that's them losing their property. If the English comes and take over, that's them also losing their property. So what you, what you have presented to us neither denies or proves your point because it, it still says that both points are valid. So we're at a, we're at a stalemate on this. We're going to have to do some research on this. Well, you need to tell me this writing that you found. That's clearly about the Second Amendment. But you did, you need to find the article where it have, says it was about fighting against the British you because do. because there was no because it was time of war, you didn't have to ask anybody to have the right because they had that right already. The Second Amendment was for after the war. It was not during the war. It was after the war. I, I'm not feeling that, but okay, I'll, I'll find it. It was drafted in 1791, my bad, 1791. The war was way over by that time. Uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's an amendment, not the original, it's an amendment. We'll see. I'm not yeah. going to look it up now. Uh, okay, I'll just yeah. say, bro, you know what I mean? Oh, whatever. Hey, don't hate. <laughs> Congratulate. What? All right, but with that wow. being the case that we talked about. <laughs> wow. Well, we, but dealing with What's up with these hangings? Like, a lot of hangings are happening to black men. People are like, oh, all these black men are committing suicide in public. Where they do that at? First of all, like, no black man really could. If they commit suicide, it's a, a murder-suicide or something like that. They're not hanging themselves. I have never known or heard of a person committing suicide without leaving a suicide note. First okay, thing. so the one in Georgia happened in Homerville, Georgia, outside the hotel, Pine Hill, Pine, Pine Hill Motel. Do hung yourself, they say, right? If you look at the picture of him hanging himself, the rope is on the second floor, mm-hmm. which means, and there's a chair on the, on the ground, on the first floor. The chair was beside him. He was hanging, right? Now, we all know I'm a scientist. So you mean to tell me I tied a rope to the second floor, ran... This is a lot of work for a suicide. Right. <laughs> Ran all the way downstairs, drug a chair downstairs, got up on a chair, put the too long of a rope. The rope was too long now. If you look at the rope, you can he could touch the ground with his feet with the rope. So you mean to tell me he held his legs up so he can hang himself? Again, gravity don't work that way. Mm-hmm. So basically, if I was doing forensics, which I teach forensics, forensic science, mm-hmm. If I'm killing myself, the rope is going to be shorter. I'm not going to put myself in that type of pain. I'm not going to do that much work. But if you look at the rope, the rope was too long. It means somebody had to hold that rope and then tie the rope at the end after he's dead. Yep. See what I'm saying? That's a whole lot of time and a whole lot of work to think about. Well, it uh, just so happened that all the security cameras were turned off during the time in which he killed himself. That's a heck of a coincidence, though. A, a, real, a real heck of a coincidence. And I mean, so my thing is, this has been happening a lot lately. Here it is. But what about the up? That, that's not the first one. It was a couple years back. Um, uh, well, somebody Ain't no way in the world. He somebody killed was hung. Somebody was hung uh, by Morris Brown. It was a couple years back. I want to say 2017. 
2016, yeah. that's what the kid, the, the guy uh, was, the 45-year-old man was hung in, from a tree in Piedmont Park. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, cause no. Because even if he jumped, he would have hit the ground and right. broke both his and legs. And there was one right. that happened at Morris Brown as well. It was like off the bridge or something? Right, off yeah. the bridge over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, so, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so you can't tell me all of a sudden, all of these black people across the United States of America all decided to commit suicide randomly. Get out of here with that. Well, my, my answer to all of that is this is why my people need to get a skill set in weaponry and marksmanship. But the this, thing- is, this is why my people need to, to, to get uh, knowledgeable about gun rights Facts. and about, you know, about your history. Like, I, I, I've had arguments with brothers, you know, why I need to know, why I need to know about what happened 100, 200 years ago. Because you need to understand the mindset of potential enemies that you come in contact with. You need yeah. to know how those people think. You need to know the tenets of racism, stupidity, arrogance, uh, jealousy, you know, anger, rage, a lot of other things. And you need to understand who and what you're dealing with. You need to know the history of those times. And to the other side of it, y'all need to grow the hell up. <laughs> I mean, quite simply, grow up. There is never going to be another antebellum South. There's never going to be another Jim Crow. He is dead. There's never going to be segregation again. There's never going to be separate but equal. There's never going to be, you know, colors only, whites only. Let it freaking go. You got your ass kicked in the Civil War for a reason. You lost. If it was supposed to still be going, it would be. You, you, we don't have to search salad you son of guns anymore like we used to during my parents' days. Let go of the freaking past in that, in that aspect. Now, I know you might turn around and go, well, why don't y'all let it go? We can't because you won't let us. We, we can't let go of the past because you keep doing things that make us have to remember it. But you definitely need to let go of first because it's a lynching thing. People are gonna only going to take so much, and then what's going to happen is you're going to have poked that hornet's nest you're going to have awoken that sleepy giant, and then you're really going to have a problem. What's going to happen is you're going to wake up the real thugs. Yeah. You're going to wake up the hoods. And then Proud Boys, you're going to run up against some real dudes, and you ain't going to be 20 to 1. Because remember It's going to be 20 up. In, in, every, in every city, in every town, the hood is the central <laughs> part of that city. Yep. So if the hood decide to shut things down, then what? Because, again, a lot of this stuff don't happen in the inner city. It happens nope. in the outskirts. It happens in the rural areas where it's all y'all against one or two. Yep. So if you got that type of pride and heart, take your butt up in swats. Yep. Go, go to where Cabrini Green used to stand. Go to the Bronx. Stand, stand in the middle of ruck and uh, stand in the middle of the ruckus and talk all that noise. Bitch and stop and some bitch and hers. Go 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 to Watts. Stand in the middle of Watts and talk all that noise. They always do it on the outskirts. Dade County. And, go to Dade County. And, and people got something confused. Broward. Just because a a white person redneck don't mean they're racist at all. Has True. nothing to do with nothing. True. Yeah. Has nothing to do with nothing. racism. Is just that racism. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, you can have whatever culture you want to. That don't mean you racist. Because I've, I've met some of the coolest redneck people I've met in my life. I have too. I have. I mean, cool. And they will get, literally give you the shirt off their back. I don't want to have the shirt, yeah. but they will literally give you the shirt off their back. Shirt. So <laughs> get up off that. Because we got an issue with, on both sides of stereotyping. Yeah. And just because somebody redneck don't mean they're stupid either. Nope. 
So get up off of that stereotype. Just because somebody from the hood look hood don't mean they hood. They don't mean they don't have a PhD. That's just the way they grew up. So they still emulate that. They, they're still a part of them. See what I'm saying? Just because a dude walk into your office with uh, dreads down to his back or braids on his, it doesn't mean he a hood. Because obviously he walking in the office because somebody hired him. That's true. But we make that stereotype. Just because that person come in with a flannel shirt, some jeans, and some Serena jeans, and some some uh, cowboy boots. Cowboy, not even cowboy boots. The 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 the, the, boot, the waterproof waterproof boots. <laughs> the boots. I don't even know what they call them. The mountain boots. There it is. Yeah. They don't mean they racist, and they don't mean they stupid. True. That means that it's the way they grew up. Most like that's their culture. We can't sit up here and say respect our culture. We don't respect somebody else's. I mean, racism in itself is just is just sheer stupidity. It has no basis. It, you can't defend it. You you cannot put together any empirical based arguments, quant, quantified based arguments to support racism. It, it is just sheer stupidity at its best. And it's, it's, it's something we've got to figure out how to get over because people that, that subscribe to that mess are doing dumb junk like lynching people. The Klan is not the Klan of the 40s and 50s and 60s. They, you know, you can't do that same stuff people used to do from back then. You know, it's, it's useless. It's pointless. And it, it's got nothing in it that does anything for society positive. Hell, it wasn't doing nothing positive for society back then. It's definitely not doing anything positive for society now. So what what good is it? You know, okay, we, we lynched a black man at a hotel, you know, yeehaw. Really? Well, what does that do? What, what have you accomplished? Because it's... Hundred thousand more black men in the country. You gonna you, you gonna take one a month or, or ten thousand a year? I don't I don't think you are gonna make. Cause he's run up on the wrong one. Yeah. He gonna he gonna have some extra lungs. Yeah. And that's the thing that people gotta understand. Like, let it go. Like, and I, oh oh, we not and we're not innocent. I'm about to get on us too. Hey, take your butt to school. Yep. And this, graduate. I, I don't mean go to college. I mean graduate high school. Don't let your kids tell you what they gonna do, yeah. and, and let them drop out at sixteen for what? Because then they are gonna have to live off you, yep. and try to live off the system. Live off the and I'm here to tell you, as an African American man, yeah, I said it. As African American man, we do not get the same advantages as others. So when you drop your butt out of school at sixteen, you're gonna be in somebody's restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, McDonald's, it, and, and then you're gonna be mad because you can't afford what everybody else. God. Menial jobs where you got to do mind-numbing, uh, busy work all day. And if, you, if you've already done it, it ain't too late. Go get your GED. Yep. Go get a trade. Go become an HVAC man, a plumber, electrician. Mechan- uh, uh, Me- uh, 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 what do they call it? Uh, a luxury car mechanic. Because yeah. they give those classes for free. Yep. They certify you for free. They just want somebody better to work on them. There's nothing wrong with those jobs because a journeyman plumber makes more than a doctor. But the society has taught us that those jobs are not not, they're not glory jobs, right? But who to, uh, but, uh, uh, the females are not as a, as a man as a male. If you can't get a female, 
uh, 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 that's gonna want it. That's gonna want to date you if you're a plumber. But again, again. Now that that uh, that that's another that's a whole other show right there because I I do feel that I, I, I've dealt with that. Who in my okay? Lifetime. So so, so basically, what you're saying you. is media has taken the jobs that we typically do because we've always been good with our hands. Yes. And they they've denigrated and made it look like something bad. And that was by design because when we when we had before we had integration. We went and got all the trade jobs in our high schools. We were going yeah. there to be plumbers. They were called text carpenters to be to be uh, 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 electricians and things of that nature. And they were bringing in more money than doctors, bringing in more money than lawyers, without having a, a expensive college loans and things of this nature. Yep. So that's freedom, financial freedom. But you know that's why Martin Luther King said, "If I would have, if I would have known what I knew now, I wouldn't have integrated us into a burning house." And that's the thing, because we can go into a burning house, put the fire out, and then rebuild. Mm. Somebody else, they gonna go and find them a new house. But you want to take their skill from us, so we can't no longer be dependent on ourselves, but dependent on other people, and that becomes a problem. We became too independent. We was able to actually establish our own. They didn't like that too much. Why? Who is they? The dominant culture. Why? Because they must maintain a level of suppression in order for us to not grow, in order for us to not maximize our talent, in order for our children to not look at TV and think that in order for them to be hood and 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 uh, boss hogs, they have to be drug dealers instead of actually running their own paint company, where they're getting paid at least ten thousand a day to paint houses. People forget, and people don't realize that. When last time you had somebody come do a plumbing job at your house, what would that bill look like? First of all, you gotta pay them. You gotta pay them just to come out and 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 see what the problem is. And, you and, pay and then to do the work. That, wait, wait. extra come up, you gotta pay them to fix that. Now I've done plumbing work, uh, and uh, bless my, my 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 stepfather, the man who helped raise me, because he taught some work. When you go look at the actual supplies that you need, supplies be like thirty dollars. The labor would be like five thousand. They'd be like, well, I had to do all this. Dude, it took you 10 minutes to tear the wall. But yeah, but, you know, I got to I gotta use a super wrench. <laughs> and the super wrench going to let me get this pipe off. I said, dude, that's a regular Allen wrench. What are you talking about? I got to put your wall back. I got to put your wall back. No, no. <clears throat> so that's the thing. Learn these skills and trade yourself. Or know what you're paying for. You don't go to a store and see them Jordans and Jordans got the tongue sitting on the side of it. Uh -huh. and, and the store tell you you got a stitch in your own tongue in your shoe. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what? So why would you let anybody else do that? Don't let them tell you. Know what they have to do so you know what you're paying for. So when we come back from our commercial break, we're going to talk about the, uh, the hedge fund. And we're going to talk about this COVID thing because it don't look like it's going nowhere. So... Uh, ATL World, we're about to go to a quick commercial break so we can pay some bills, do the Indie Spotlight. After this Indie Spotlight, we're going to come back to you live and we're going to go straight into hedge funds. DJ Nila, take us out. For sure, for sure. Very, 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 very good first half, guys. Sankofa Paradox with AD and Loki will return in a minute right after our Indie Spotlight. Today's Indie Spotlight features music from an artist that goes by the name of ERA, E-R-A, ERA, an up-and-coming hip-hop artist hailing from Franklin, Virginia. He is one of one, one of our most recent artists that submitted music to us at ATL Underground MSE at gmail.com for all artists that are listening right now. And I have to tell you, what I'm about to play right now, real, real deep stuff and a real dope track. Uh, you can check out his music on all streaming platforms, and you can check him out on Instagram at underscore era music so that's underscore e-r-a 
M-U-S-I-C, Era Music. We'll be checking out his latest single, Family Matters. Again, we'll be checking out his latest single, Family Matters, right after our official intermission song, I'm in the Box by Lyrical Preacher. So stay tuned. LMR. I so. It's for all my people in the boxes. You know, those who scared to step outside the comfort zone. This one's for you. Let go. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. Swaggy, swaggy, swag. swaggy. I'm a swagaholic. Swag. I got so much swag, I could make a swag profit. Gucci on my body, Gucci. Louis on my bag. You love this crappy music, so I gotta pop them cash, cash out. Pork chop ballin', ballin'. Call it balls hog. Oink. I get so much money, call it women, female dogs. When I'm in a club, all the people lose control. I'm crazy, and that's because I sold the music industry my soul. So they said to take my talent and put it in a box So I'll never make enough money to afford a pair of socks no clothes. So here I am flexing cause I sacrificed my dignity And sealed away my vision just to make it in the industry Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, man I sold my own mama for this fame, you I'm in it? a box Woo. I'm in a box Woo. I'm in a box Woo. And I don't wanna come out I'm in a box hey. I'm in a box hey. I'm in a box Okay, okay, hold up, hold up. I really think I need to address this. Yep. It's funny what a person will do for a gold chain or a diamond necklace. Really? 70% of the time, it's not even about the money. They just want attention. And they're willing to sacrifice their integrity and originality for an honorable mention. Let me hit you with a question. Are you really that pressed for the fame? For the fame? That you're willing to limit your talents and gifts to skate your way into the game? To the game? That's a one-hit wonder. 15 minutes. Lost of your artistic focus. I mean, can you even imagine me dumbing down my rhyme just to get no attention? Turn up, turn up, turn up. Turn up. All I do is... Turn up. I turn up so much I might as well eat a bag of turnips. Hey, you wanna know what's sad? What? I bet you like that line. Mm -hmm. It made no sense at all, but I bet you got crunk off that line. Yeah, you can have that. I'ma stay right here with my gift and my talent. If you really wanna make moves, you gotta step out the box and achieve that balance. Go left field, stand out, go against the grain to get free. Cause last time I checked, hopping on a bandwagon is not to find who you wanna be. Nah, bro, fuck that. I'm too scared to be myself. I'ma stay in my I'm box. in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. And I don't wanna come out. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. I'm in a box. And I don't wanna come out. If you're tired of fitting in, let me hear you say I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. If you'd rather be yourself, let me hear you say I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out.
If you don't wanna be something you're not, let me hear you say I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. And if you're ready to break the mold, let me hear you say I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. Tell the people that you close with that you love them. This might be the last time you get to hug them. And tomorrow's never promised, that's a guarantee. Stay down, man, take care of your family. And give a rose while they still here. Losing you, that's a real fear. I'd rather steer clear, cause this time we have is precious. I learned a lesson, every day here is a blessing. I was raised by the block, we had enough but not a lot Yeah, they made sure we was good, shout out to my mom and pops Raised three knuckleheads, then we headed to the top I wanna give y'all everything and put Rolex in your watch And to my brothers, you know that I love you You made me who I am, even though we had to tussle Dug out the mud with shovels, we had to show some muscle We grinded through some struggles and through all remain humble Tell the people that you close with, that you love them This might be the last time you get the hug And tomorrow's never promised, that's a guarantee Stay down, man, take care of your family And give a rose while they still here Losing you, that's a real fear I'd rather steer clear Cause this time we have is precious I learned a lesson, every day here is a blessing uh, by my head to say a prayer So many cold nights and my eyes filled with tears Too many dead and gone, I cannot comprehend I give it all away just to make you reappear For real, thank God for the family that I still have Thank God for the times where we still laugh Thank God for the memories in these photographs Thank God we got time in that hourglass So mom and dad, I really hope you proud of me Believed in all my dreams, now my dreams are a reality Family over everything, bought baby your wedding ring Man, I'm up from here, I guess I'm on the better things And yeah, I'm gifted, I swear it's an addiction Subtracting out my haters while I'm adding up my digits Never fake, don't mess with fiction While they with the ambition And my new whip got a push button ignition yeah. 2020 been a crazy year I done lost so many, man Rest in peace to my brothers Rest in peace to Pop, rest in peace to Jack Rest in peace to Z, man. Make sure you go love your family. Tell the people that you close with that you love them. This might be the last time you get to hug them. And tomorrow's never promised, that's a guarantee. Stay down, man. Take care of your family. And give a rose while they still here. Losing you, that's a real fear. I'd rather stay clear. Cause this time we have is precious. I learned a lesson. Every day here is a blessing.
ATL, welcome back, welcome back. Sankofa Paradox, Ed D, Low Key. Got DJ D-Lock on the ones and twos, and Dr. Funkenstein over there on the back couch, ready to spit out to you. I uh, hope you enjoyed the first part of the show. We're going to dive right into our main topics for the day. We got a little sidetrack on, on, on the first part of the show, but you understand a lot of times thoughts go out, topics come up, we, we must speak on it, we absolutely must speak on it. Uh, but now we're going to talk about uh, the end of it all. Uh, we're talking about hedge funds and a lot of people that I thought I knew a little something about hedge funds. Turns found out I, I don't know. And I don't mind being corrected. Uh, so we're going to talk about hedge funds. We're also going to talk about, uh, what do you say we're going to talk about? COVID. COVID. <laughs> we're going to talk. <laughs> he had to put the little sound effect. Cough on. COVID-19. We're going to talk about that. Uh, this coronavirus, I was hoping by now we'd be able to put a lime in this damn corona and slide it down the bar, but uh, it's still here. Uh, it's not gone just yet. Uh, we're still dealing with it. We got a vaccine out, but, you know, people scared to take it. Uh, I'm scared to take it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you straight up. Historically, uh, I'm afraid to take it because, you know, Historically, with medicines and vaccines and shots in the arm, yeah, black folk have not been treated very well. So I can understand why we're a little hesitant about this this shot they want us to take. So we're going to talk about that. Excuse me, we're going to talk about that and some other things. But let's kick it off with COVID. Uh, COVID is not going away anytime soon. I think that we are going to be dealing with COVID from now on, at least for the next 10 years. Uh, it, it may not be our new flu season thing, but it's definitely going to be something because they're still learning it. They're still dissecting it and, and um, you know, figuring out what it does or what it can't do. At some point, maybe we map COVID like we've mapped the human genome and we figured out what makes COVID tick uh, and how to totally eradicate and get rid of COVID. It's a situation where maybe you get a shot once a year at some point. You don't have to get another shot for two or three years. Who knows? But at some point, it will go away, in my opinion. I think it is falsely and unwisely been politicized. There's no way in hell you could tell me <laughs> you know what party affiliation I'm with because I'm wearing a mask. That is insane. It makes absolutely no sense. What you got, DJ? Now, I was just saying, uh, um, definitely uh – uh, agree and concur with what you said. I literally was just thinking about that earlier today about mm -hmm. like, I feel like that that's what's going to end up happening, that we're going to end up having like a, a seasonal COVID-19 yeah. <laughs> vaccine yeah. like the flu and stuff. I think for the next, like I said, for the next 10 years it, it's it's going to be on our doorstep, but we will prevail and we will get rid of this thing. Uh, I, I don't like, like I said, how it's been politicized, you know, and now it's turned into the mask wearers and the non-mask wearers. Now we have the conspiracy theorists, you know, the, 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 the phony flu virus believers and people who, you know, my thing is this. In the medical profession, you, you, there are some slugs and some slime balls in the medical profession, but you are not going to get the entire medical profession to start to, to lie about this thing to push an agenda. Because you have across this country, you have nurses and doctors and, 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 and emergency room people, they are literally overwhelmed on a daily basis with this thing, which tells you that this thing is real. This is not a hoax. It is not a, a, a political party uh, propaganda technique uh, 
for whatever outcome. This thing is real. It, it is not a joke. Uh, you know, it, it is something that we do have to respect. I think we take it a little too far sometimes uh, with certain things, but I think it's still something that we have to respect and, and watch out for. Uh, I'm gonna toss it back to the to the to the good doctor. He hadn't said that much today, so uh, good doc. Let's let's. What you think about COVID num- number one nine? Well, I think we as a I think we have to make sure we are following proper protocol. I understand a lot. Seeing is believing, and a lot of people are like. Well, I don't know anybody that's sick with it. Well, I I, I buried two aunts from it. Um, I went back to my my, my, my natural born city of New York City. Uh, the grimy, uh, grimy. Yeah, the grimy, grimy. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, 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 last this past summer, and I watched bodies being buried in mass graves, and I'm looking so like, what what what's what is that? I watched them taking bodies and throwing them in the back of eighteen wheelers and freezing them because they like, yo, we can't really release the body to your to your family. Because it's a hazardous situation. And I'm like, well, wait, what? Okay, I watched a funeral home who was filled to capacity, take bodies, throw it in the back of a U-Haul, right? And then people was like, hey, man, what's that smell? And the cops popped the back of the U-Haul, and you see the sludge come out the side, and it's like, oh, so we just throwing bodies in the closet? That's what we, okay, and everyone from the funeral home get arrested. I seen a nurse catch COVID from a dead body. They didn't release that uh, nationwide because that I, I they would think that would create a panic. But that was on the local news in New York City. So I've seen COVID at its at its at its at its at its, at its, at its height, if you will. Uh, uh, it put me in a position. I was like, so we are we in Resident Evil? Like that's what we did. Because she caught it from a dead body. That's what we are. Well, so, that's actually possible because the body will ex- ex- expel gases. Exactly. And so if you breathe in the gases that the body's spelling because it's now uh, deteriorating, you could catch COVID from that. Because remember, the virus... It's airborne. The vi- but the virus will still be able to be alive as long as the body still has a circulating t- system until it all the way dies out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, most people don't understand that it's an airborne disease. So that means... You can breathe it in, and yes, you can't see it. So, uh, uh, COVID remains active in the air for uh, for anywhere from thirty minutes to three hours. So, yes, I, I can go outside. I don't really see nobody around me, so I'm gonna take off my mask. That might not be a good idea because the COVID is floating in the air. Could be because somebody could have been there had COVID and coughed because they didn't have on a mask two hours and forty five minutes before you got there. Well, it's still active if there's any moisture in the air to activate it. Now, granted, you can argue with me with diffusion because of the air and say that it can get diffused because the air particles will go in there and break it up. And that's and that is a plausible argument. My thought process is why would you gamble with your life? I'm a error on the side of caution at all times because I don't want to come home and bring COVID to my mother and then have to carry the weight on my shoulders that I killed my mama. So a prime example of that, uh, my one of my mother's friends, the 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 the, the, the mother told her daughter. The daughter said, "I'm gonna go see grandpa," and the, and the mother said, "Hey man, don't don't go see don't go see my dad. You got a cold right now. It's COVID. 
you can see him later. She said, no, you can't tell me what to do. I'm grown now. I'm going to go see dad and grandpa. She said, hey, man, leave my dad be. She didn't listen. She went to go see grandpa and gave this man COVID. Wow. Right now, his words, his exact words, this is the most, I was in the war, I was in World War, I forget whichever one it was, whatever. He was in one of the wars. And he said, it's the most pain he's ever felt in his life dealing with COVID. Now, this man fought in a war, okay? But he said COVID was the worst pain. Now, if he passes, God forbid, what kind of weight is that on her shoulders? Put a mask on, people, Okay. I understand you want to. You you might be lonely. Don't kiss the random chick at the club. Stay home. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? Stay home. Well, actually, why are you at the club? I'm not even doing that. Hey, hey, hey! But but you know what? The New Year's Eve party is popping in Atlanta right now. Oh, Look, nah, stay home. Yeah. Stay home. I can think of a lot of things I could do on New Year's night. I could ride my motorcycle all over the city. I mean, and, and, and a prime know, example of that what, by what, myself, what, right? You know, with and, my and, mask on. They were telling us, Don't hey, I'd rather you, I'd rather have a virtual Thanksgiving than go to a Christmas funeral, right? People yeah. didn't listen and to that. Right. There's and a lot of Christmas funerals going on right yep. now. Because people didn't pay attention. And I mean, it's, it's, it's one of the things that's hard because you, you want to be around your family. But if you love your family enough to stay away from them. Yep. Communicate via phone. That's what you got it for. Everybody pay all these cell phone bills. You got it for your FaceTime, Duo, uh, Zoom, Google Meet, whatever you got to do. I'm not as hard on it as most, but I'm definitely not going to any clubs. I'm not going to the gym. Uh, yeah, and going I, to the club paying premium price. Yeah, I mean Ooh. premium price. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna go sniff VIP. That'll be fifteen thousand. I do. <laughs> People spending. I, I do go to get my hair cut. You know, every now and again. But you know, I wear my mask. Uh, but can't you wear know, your mask when you get your hair cut. Definitely, okay. definitely no mask. Well, if you, if you, not if you have a beard, you can't. If you're getting your beard shaped up, uh, make sure your barber have on a mask. <laughs> I said you can't wear one. You, but no mask gatherings. I'm definitely not doing any any big mass parties. And yeah, you ain't going to to to, to the COVID turn up. Like <laughs> you ain't no, doing that. No, I'm not going to the COVID turn up. Pay fourteen ninety five for the super spreader event. Listen, I, oh, New Year, <laughs> the super spreader. What? What? The, the super, super spreader, spreader event. <laughs> that's funny. I'm but just listen, the sad my, part about it is that's that's real though. It's people really out here acting like it, we all good. First of all, my New Year's Eve, I won't get off work. Until 8 o'clock. So that's pretty much got to shut down for me anyway. Because by the time I get off, I'm going to be too tired to go home, change clothes, and go anywhere. But my New Year's Day, I'll probably get up, ride around the city on two wheels for a couple of hours, come home, play some PlayStation, um, and then that'll be about it. Watch some football reruns or whatever, and that'll probably be about it. Well, what's up, Nilak? New Year's, I'm going to be right here <laughs> making beats. <laughs> In the studio, making beats. <laughs> Streaming on Twitch. But show that. Yeah, yeah, no super spreader events for me. No super spreader. Now, next year, I understand um, people are going to pretty, by this time next year, people are going to be had enough of being cooped up and told what not to do. So we, we better, our government better come up with a, a end to this uh, in the next six or eight months. Because I'm telling you, you're going to be hard pressed. And I don't think we'll be able to survive another lockdown. Well, so I'm going to say... You can survive uh, you it can survive if, they, if they put you in a position to survive it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, if Congress go ahead and get that 2Gs, that'll last a couple of families for until that 30 days is up. Because you got, truthfully, 
because it's more than one strand, you have to probably lock down for 30 days maximum. If everybody do, they supposed to. And we were like, I ain't doing this. You know what? Trump talking about martial law? Hey, Biden, when you get in the office, say 30-day lockdown, martial law. Unless you unless, unless you are an essential worker. Anybody else, you get to the club, make sure you go ahead and get that bail money ready, too. <laughs> because the issue is people weren't paying attention. They weren't doing what they supposed to. And a lot of people have now died. But that's, be- that's also because... The Orange Power Ranger played it down and said, hey, man, yeah. it's not that. It's a cold. It's a common cold. You, you got tons of people who were like, nah, he lied. I mean, their last words was like, that man set us up for the downfall, telling us this wasn't nothing to worry about. And how about these idiots who had that big-ass party in Florida? You remember the one they filmed mm-hmm. at that house? Now, that was like stupidity. That was That was like the dumbest thing I've seen in my life. They're sitting there telling you, what not to do, and you go and do the very thing. They said don't do. All those people took COVID back home after that party, and a lot of some of those people died. I mean, but this is the thing. And I mean, and you know, while we're talking about this, you know, we're talking about this, the Georgia run off the Senate and everything, and, you know, one of the things that they're bringing up is that, you know, Leffler and Purdue, they actually use the briefing to make them money or to not lose money, whichever way you want to call it, because these are two of the richest politicians uh, and at Washington. So I'm saying, so, you know, I wonder now how they got rich like that. Well, we know Leffler, she married rich, so, you know, she married a boss. So, that you know, that happens. You know, she traded up. Um, but I'm like... She traded up or she choked up? Uh, wow! Wow! <laughs> wow, that's what we're doing? Yeah, she might not have those skills. So, yeah. Wow, that's what we're doing? <laughs> so, you know... It's possible. Um, oh, my. So the thing is this. When you're dealing with everybody, let's take away that fallacy now. It's a fallacy out there about investing and all that other kind of stuff. I would employ everybody to learn about investing so you can learn how this country works. Learn financial literacy. What do I mean? Play. Hey, look, if you got an extra, say you get this, we get this $2,000. Take $500 of it, open up an E-Trade, Ameritrade, whatever type of investment account. I got, I got a watch list for and, you. And learn how to actually invest. You know, learn first, play with, you know what I mean, play with some penny stocks, whatever. see how it works, so you can start investing. Because there is a misnomer going around in this country that us as people have not paid attention to. Yep. I'm about to put you on game. Everybody heard, oh, he's a... Madoff, remember Madoff who did the Ponzi scheme? He was a hedge fund billionaire, right? But nobody ever really asked the question, what is a hedge fund? So I'm about to teach everybody right now what a hedge fund is. Hit it. A hedge fund. So everybody know somebody who's a civil servant, a police officer, firefighter, nurse, teacher, um, or, or if you're part of you know unions and you get your union pension, things of the nature. So hedge fund billionaires are people that take, they lobby for these civil servant businesses and they get their pensions they they take over account of their pensions and use those pensions to actually invest into wall street wall street right now has about four trillion dollars of pensions that they use to actually finance these companies let me tell you again they take you you your police officer they take your pension not just yours all of y'all's pensions they go to a hedge fund person. That hedge fund person or uh, that company now invests your money in Wall Street. If you don't understand how Wall Street works, let By me explain way, this to you. Tell them that it does. You you don't have to. You can't. You, it's not about whether you agree to it or not. Right. You have no say so. No whatsoever. Unless unless as employees, y'all all band together and say, "No, nah, I want my money to go here." 
But if you're in a union or something like that, it ain't like that. You can't just be like, oh, I want my money to go here. You're paying into a pension. You don't know where to go. All you know is you got a retirement come, maybe have a retirement. Because countries, companies have folded and people have lost all their pension. You'd be like, well, how could a company have lost my pension? Because it was in investments. So let me explain to the you all how this works. When you invest money into the stock market, that money is funds going to the finances of that particular company. Your money that you're investing is actually used for the operational funds for that company. That's why when those company stocks go up and down, that's their profit margin for the year. So you're betting your money on how that company is going to do so you can make money. If that company is making money, or it seems like, they don't have to be making money, but it seems like the company making money, stocks go up, you make money, right? So the more money that's invested in that company, the more money that company has usable for its everyday dealings. People be like, well, wait, you mean to tell me that I, yes, if you own stocks in the company, you're a part owner of that company. Because your money is used to fuel that company. Now, that's what it means for a company to go from private to public. Public means that that company is no longer a private company and just owned by individuals. It's now owned by the public. The public actually puts money into it. That's why when a company goes public, you see the owner go from the owner to a CEO or the chairman because that company is now publicly owned. And people don't realize that. That's why when Michael Jackson bought 51% of Sony, he was now the principal owner. He can make decisions. Not like that. Not in there like that. Because he come in and say, hey, Prince, hear your name back, baby. And what nothing much they can do because he had veto power. Yeah. So this is what people don't understand about our country, how it's set up. That is what capitalism is. While you're looking at what I'm doing with the right hand, you're not paying attention to the left hand. So yes, a lot of us who are civil servants. Our money, our retirement is being used to fuel hedge funds, which then fuels the money back in for Wall Street. And so you have real numbers. The hedge funds, you typically, from pensions, Wall Street gets about $20 billion annually from pensions. Overall, over the years, it's now up to $4 trillion, which means what? Pensions can pay off our country's debt. So also what you're saying is, if too many companies fold and go under, you're going to have a whole lot of peop- people with no retirement coming Yes. Out. Wow. That is correct. That sounds risky to me. So it's like, dude, pay attention to what's going on. Because what would happen if the African-American community, the Hispanic community, the, the Native American community all got together and said, no, we're going to start our own unions now. And we're going to invest the way we see fit. You know what that would do to the economy of Wall Street? Crush it. It would crush it. <laughs> Which means we truly do have the power. Because guess who most of your seven servants are? They Native American, Latin, or African American. We fuel the economy. What people don't understand, when they say African American dollars fuel the economy, we literally do. Because we are the ones that fight to have a retirement to make sure we're taken care of when we retire at 75. Because we don't, we all got, let's be real, black folk, we don't really retire until you're really, you know, 65 come up and be like, nah, I need the extra 10 years, player. Until, I'm we, a, until we just physically can't get yeah, up. Yeah, we're like, I, if I can roll out of my bed, yeah, I'm, I'm going to work. Yeah. If I can't roll out of my bed, then I'm going to have to think about going half, you know, part-time. Think about it. Yeah, I'm going to think about it. My knees ain't quite working, so I can't push that truck no more. Yeah. 
I must tell them, give me some part-time help so they can help me push that truck. <laughs> and, I'll t- and I'll teach them how to do it. This is the thing that we don't know. This is the thing that people need to learn and see. This is how our money actually gets spent. And when that company goes under, that means the company value has lost. That means you have now lost your pension. Wait, oh, a nice chunk of it. Most people lose all of it. Company run off. They run off with it. They be like, hey, I cashed out. Too bad. So Madoff's Ponzi scheme was about getting people to pay into a, a fake retirement plan. Yep. Wow. And he wasn't even going to jail for that. He just committed suicide because he was he didn't want to deal with all the Oh no, no. Some of them hoods is gonna get him. <laughs> they, they're like, oh no, 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 brother. Cause if you don't kill yourself, we're gonna kill you. Nah, I don't think nobody's gonna touch you. He was a billionaire, man. He was gonna he, have round the clock security. But then the security's pension funds might have been, <laughs> might have been right, tied up in it too. Now, wait a minute, we just unionized. Oh hell no. Yeah, dude coming to kill me, they all of a sudden accidentally trip. <laughs> <laughs> the bullet fly over their shoulder. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, going up, Mr. Madoff is uh, in penthouse. But deep. this is the things that we don't learn in school. It's the things that don't tell us. They don't teach us. Hey, be a hedge fund billionaire. And you're in, in your spot, so that way they can continue to make money off of you. Correct. Classism. You can't. You can't. You can't rise above your station. Correct. Because you're messing up the paradigm. <laughs> Think about it. Bill Cosby did all that to rise above the station. Where's he at right now? Yeah. Locked up. He didn't. He didn't get the rich. He didn't get the rich man treatment. No, he got not. the. We ain't got no evidence. We gonna lock your tail up. Right. Wow. We got her. We got her word against yours. But even though you worth eight hundred million dollars. Why? Because we got to make sure you know and understand that you was African American. Yep. Yep. And this is how. You and we gonna turn your people against you. Yep. This, this is how you African Americans get treated. Cause think about it. Seventy-three million people voted for Trump. A sex offender. 73 million people he admitted on uh, camera sex offender voting for a sex offender insane actually we hired a damn jack leg real estate agent to be our president and you wonder why things ain't going so well thank you he wasn't even a good real estate he's still half america to china <laughs> hey russia russia got a third russia got a third we married a real bad real estate agent we hired a really bad real estate agent as president of the United States. Man, all I'm gonna say is this. Congratulations. They man. they really, they really, you know, they threw us for a loop and we failed for it. We jumped right through that that, that, that ring of fire. He he tapped into a large base of uneducated, easily led Americans with his his racially charged rants and what he wanted to do, and they bought that crap because they he made them feel good about their uh, negative ways of how they felt about other people, and they bought into that crap. And look at where we are right now. One of the biggest jokes in the entire on the entire planet as a, as a country. One of the biggest jokes. You ain't lying. And I mean, on that. And I mean come on, everybody look at it like this. He was that dude's one of that dude's good friends. Like Epstein was one of Trump's best friends. Of course. Like, and what's the first thing he said? I I don't know who that is. I don't lying. But yeah, oh, Carl Cameron said, yeah, Epstein. Yeah, he's he's he got all of me. All of them, some of them very very young, very very young. Mm-hmm. So you admitted to it. Mm-hmm. So you, you admitted that you knew about it. That's called accessory, right? Accessory. But you know, you know, you you wonder why Melania won't hold your hand. That lady, that that listen here, I <laughs> I sympathize with that woman because I can't understand the sheer horror she has to deal with on a daily basis with him just touching her, let alone 
She got, you know, like, you know, most wives watch their husband get out the shower. They be like, I'm going to look at my man. She's probably like, oh, God, somebody give me a, a six. <laughs> no, she look at him and see dollar signs. No, nah, I, I think. Think of what I she think, was doing I before think, she became, before she I think became dealing the first with lady. Him is, I think dealing with him at, at this point, she is just horrified and ready to go. I, she I, got I, her I, divorce papers predated. I hope so. <laughs> soon, <laughs> soon as January 20th, Wednesday, January 20th, 20th hit. She gonna be like, oh, or whenever, wow. Whenever that sister decided to come after his ass in New York. Because I heard, I heard somebody is gunning for the Oh, hey, she ain't playing. She ain't playing. New York is like, She oh. was like, oh, he can part his federal crimes, but, uh, not the state, not state crimes? So. Yeah. Because you know, come on, ain't gonna do it. Come on like this. <laughs> you talked all that mess, didn't you, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. The state of New York is coming after that orange behind, baby. They finna come holler at you. I would love to see him on a on a huh? I would love to see him on a um on a what do you call that on the on the on the stand having to swear on the Bible and hope the Bible's upside down or not upside down and having to watch him being grilled by several females because you know he can't take women getting getting at him. He he can't handle that. I, I would love to watch him have to be grilled by some females about, you know, isn't it true? To, uh, sir, just answer the question, please. <laughs> oh, we have a caller. We have a caller. We have a caller? Okay, we got to see if we can get that caller back. But I would love to have to see him watch him have to stand up on trial and be questioned, questioned hard and direct where he can't give those, you know, open-ended, vague answers, and he's got to actually answer the freaking question. I'd love to see it. I'd pay good money. I'd, I'd pay-per-view it because I'll pay for it twice. Did he say pay-per-view it? <laughs> That's hilarious. All <laughs> well, I know is when that when 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 January twentieth, Wednesday January twentieth, and and Joe Biden say, I confirm, I accept, and I do. Melania's gonna be like, so uh, that property that you don't own, <laughs> I'm taking that house. Hey, let's do it. Oh. And also won't have for your two point one gig. <laughs> she paid her that, dues. That you don't have. She paid her dues. Well, I ain't gonna say that because I mean, because I don't believe he this had, old young should get half Dr. Dre's money. So he has he has a young son that's special needs. So she definitely gonna hit him for a lick on that one. But I think we got a caller. Uh, caller, can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Go ahead, caller. Talk to us. Welcome to the show, by hey. the way. Thank you. Good afternoon, brothers. I just wanted to give you all a call. Uh, there's a couple of topics of interest. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you all for doing this. Um, it's definitely refreshing uh, hearing radio and talk radio that's our age group um, discussing the things that uh, we really need to hear. Um, I've been listening to the show first half. I'm um, just make a broad comment. One, Second Amendment was definitely about the revolution and militia. My degrees in political science had nothing to do with slavery. Number two, Leffler was put into play as a result simply because Trump liked her. He stated that fully qualifications did not matter. Um, in regards to the hedge funds, thank you for talking about that. I've been telling people about uh, hedge funds and um, unions and um, what they really need to understand about it for years, um, especially for, I'm 39 years old. 
I went to Morris Brown College for two years where they lost their accreditation and graduated from Tuskegee University. Um, so I'm very familiar with <laughs> hedge fund and finance. Um, number three, in regard to the COVID, um, like I tell people, um, I'm, I'm all for for people who want to take the vaccine. But for me, you have Henrietta Lacks. You have the Tuskegee experiment. You have too many examples for me of experimentation, including parent Planned Parenthood, who was, which was instituted to sterilize black women. Okay, so. Tell them about that. Tell them Pardon about me? that. I said, tell them about that. I don't think everybody know about that. You dropping some heat system. I can, I can barely hear you all. He said, tell us a little bit more about the Planned Parenthood because that's something that people actually need to hear. Planned Parenthood, I'm not sure if you all remember, but um, when Hillary Clinton was running, um, she got a lot of flat about Planned Parenthood. Now, I'm going to kind of put this disclaimer out. Uh, when I tend to vote, I tend to vote on the person and not the party. Yes, I tend to skew more Democratic, but in this regard, um, we kind of, as African-Americans, disregarded what was being said. Um, when they stated that um, Hillary Clinton was for the sterilization of um, African-Americans, we disregarded that and said, oh, that's not true. That is that. But if you go back to her statement um, back when the founder of Planned Parenthood, when they asked as to why she was doing it, um, she st- clearly stated it was for, to sterilize black women. Um, so that they would not be put on welfare, they would not be on the system. Um, it was a it was a whole entire statement. Like you can Google it; it's not even a secret about it. Um, so for me, when you tell me about giving me a vaccine, that one we have HIV and AIDS, we have cancer, we have all these other different diseases and drug diseases and disorders that somehow you disregard it. You can't find a cure for none of these. But suddenly in less than a year, we have a cure for COVID, which was uh, patented by the CDCC, the CDC. So it didn't just appear, right? It was intentionally created. You can't patent something that just appears. Um, so I just think people need to be cautious about certain things and information um like i said i'm not gonna take up too much time <laughs> no you gotta but do your thing i really appreciate go ahead so no nah, you gotta do your thing go ahead and talk <laughs> but um the conversation um that that we're having is a very productive conversation i think that more um, of us need to be having these conversations um, because at the end of the day um, we have to be aware my grandmother always taught me um, you have to know where you came from to know where you're going um, so understanding history and the historical aspects of a lot of things will give you clarity on even just your personal decisions on what you decide and what you you know choose to you know do so I just wanted to say thank you. I just had to put my input in there on that. 
because um, I was kind of over here steaming <laughs> on certain things. Um, but thank you all for that, and uh, thank you all for allowing me to call in and comment. All right, thank you for calling. We appreciate, appreciate it. you calling in. Definitely. open and you're not seeing anything that is the issue because that means that mm-hmm. so many things are going past you that you're not aware of mm-hmm. because you choose not to open your eyes wide open instead your eyes are wide shut so with that exactly. being the case we thank you for calling in we appreciate you please feel free to call us uh, fax us email us drop something on Facebook Twitter uh, what else we got Instagram Hey, look us up. Spread the word. I, th- I think I'm going to have to get a listening party together. <laughs> hey, hey, do that. Do, do that. that. Devin, we'll do that. that. Matter of fact, all y'all call in because we're going to have some very controversial topics all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all the time. And I know when we had the one show about uh, 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 men and women, ooh, we got heated people calling. Oh, Lord. Hey, so, <laughs> hey, but we thank you. We appreciate you calling in. Spread the word because uh, we want to make sure that as much knowledge as possible is getting out to our people. Thank you, my kings, my brothers. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Thank you. Y'all do the same. Take it easy. So that's what I'm talking about. I like when we get an interaction like that because, you know, definitely uh, we appreciate people listening and, uh, you know, getting into what we say and the topics and things of that nature. I definitely love that interaction because, you know, that lets us know that, you know, we're doing somebody some good out there. We're giving somebody some good to uh, listen to and participate in. So definitely call in and check us out and uh you know let us know how you think it feel we definitely want to know exactly because the, the point of the is of the calling is not to agree or disagree it's just to get your opinion get and your voice opinion heard and that's what always need to happen i mean it's one of the things whereas there's a lot of varying opinions out there and truth be told right right wrong and different we don't know what what happened on certain things because we weren't there at all we weren't there we can only guess and surmise. We yeah. give you evidence based upon the evidence that's out there, but the true evidence is somebody who actually was there. And yeah. guess what? None of them are alive right now. Only thing we have is the writings that they left behind. I mean, we all seen Hamilton and say, hey, Alexander Hamilton was Creole. But then there's another letter out there that a man, an angry man wrote to a, a, uh, a paper back during the colonial days about Thomas Jefferson. He said, how dare they put a, a N word in the White House? Even though it wasn't the White House at that time. So it's like, there. so it's like, wait a minute, Thomas Jefferson who owned all those slaves? Yes, black folk owned slaves back then. And if you know anything about Thomas Jefferson, you know that his sister married John Bowling III, which is Pocahontas' grandson. Yeah, people don't realize that. You know, and you couldn't do that, which means he was Native American. You couldn't do that at that time. Why? Because misogyny, misogyny was illegal. Black and white couldn't marry. So that means, guess what? His sister had, couldn't have been possibly white. But people keep forgetting that. See, laws were set up back then to keep people separate. That means that a lot of people weren't as separate as you think. So they got around it. It just, a lot of times people could pass or they were able to lead closed off lives or 
who you thought was a servant or a slave wasn't necessarily a servant or a slave. No, no. Nah. spouse or he girlfriend was or boyfriend. Or man, Dingo. Yeah. Who that is? Oh, that's that's Matt Dingo. <laughs> so, you know, people got around that stuff back in the day. Why Matt Dingo ain't got no shirt on? <laughs> uh, she he was it. working outside in the field. <laughs> <laughs> he was plowing the field back. <laughs> but, like I say, so it's one of them things. So, you know, it comes to that hour. We've been on her for a long time. We had to get it in because we done, uh, we had missed the show due to the holiday. But, again, we want to tell everybody happy holidays. Be safe. Do understand COVID is still going. So be very, very safe. Maintain those social distance. Wear your mask out here in public. We love everybody. We appreciate everybody. We want everybody to stay safe. This will be our last show for 2020 because our next show will be in 2021. So, hey. And, uh, hey, don't go out to no club talking about something. I'm trying to party for, for um, what's that, New Year's Eve. Don't do all that. Please don't be like Atlanta. Please don't. Please don't. Yeah, yeah. Please you don't. You know Atlanta going to be off the chain, just like New York going to be off the chain. Exactly. Just like Miami going to be off the chain. Exactly. Please we don't be like a, them. We're going to have another surge. Down. You think New York's going to be shut down? Yeah, because Cuomo not playing it. Well, okay, we'll take, but, and Miami's gonna be off the chain. I think California's gonna be off the chain. Florida's gonna be off the chain. I don't know about that, because they, they already got, they already told them California needs to stay home. I don't think oh, so. Oh, no, California. No, 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 no. California shut down. <laughs> it's shut so. down. 49ers in Arizona right now because California shut down. Yeah. They can't play it because they was like, no, 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 no. Hey, uh, they, it, that football team has more than 10 people. Bye. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, they, the service of 49ers right now are playing in Arizona. Yeah, I don't know. Right. It, USC. USC like, we can't go no boat. It's like, why not? We can't play. <laughs> All right, so final word, Dr. Funkenstein. All right, so my final word. I want to go ahead and wish everybody a happy Kwanzaa. And for those of you that don't know what Kwanzaa is, Kwanzaa is a seven-day celebration observed by African Americans. It was created in 1966 by Ron Koranga. We celebrate Kwanzaa from December 26th through January 1st, and each day represents a specific principle. Today's principle is Kujijakalia, which is self-determination, deciding things for ourselves. And what I want to put out here on Coochie Jacalia, I want everyone. Why does that sound like second Joey to me? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go I want to put out here for everyone to look up the Willie Lynch documents. Read it. Internalize it. And compare it to the way we conduct ourselves today. A lot of things have been created to herd us into a specific direction. So I urge you to not be one of the people who some people refer to as sheep who some people refer to as those whose eyes are wide shut. I, 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 I urge you to be one of the people that Spike Lee was talking to in, in school days and wake up. And the way you wake up, take the correct pill. Read. Open up your mind so that way you're no longer controlled by the matrix. And then you can change your paradigm by changing the way you think, by changing the way you think about yourself. Because if you love, if you hate yourself, then you hate your brother, you hate your sister. But if you love yourself, and this, and you you love yourself as a black woman, you love your black natural hair, that nappy hair that is beautiful because that crown, that 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 lioness mane that you have on your head is is, is, is a beautiful thing. No, then you can learn no. to go ahead. <laughs> you can learn to look go ahead and, and, and love the sister next to you. 
as opposed to maybe looking at the sister next to you sideways. Brothers, learn to love yourself. Understand that you are a king Understand and conduct yourself as such instead of walking around like a peasant. A pawn is a pawn because a pawn is taught to act that way. But you can be the player of the chess game. You can manipulate the pawn. You can manipulate the, 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 the bishop and the rook because you can be the player. Eddie, uh, once again, I'm, I'm saying vote. We still got voting to do. Um, even though I was a reluctant Democratic voter on this this, this current election, uh, I did go out and I did vote Democrat. I don't mind saying that. You got a problem, come talk to me about it. We'll see what's up. Um, but definitely go out and vote one way or the other. Go vote. Uh, exercise that right. Um, once again, to my people, learn, learn the value of your dollar. Become a financial um, become a financial powerhouse in this country, and not just giving out money, but controlling money. I need my people to start realizing that we need to stop putting in so much and not getting anything back. We need to learn our financial power in this country, uh, and I want us to also become a political power. I need aldermen and city councilmen and mayors and governors and presidential candidates to figure out at some point you know what I have to go talk to this African American entity or these African American entities in this country because they have political power and we need to be doing all of that we are way behind if you know my, my brother Dr. Funkenstein is always talking about the lesser of two evils if we want to get off the lesser of the two evils we need to make put ourselves in a financial and political place to where we matter to this country right now financially and politically nobody cares about us and we got four years to make ourselves into something that somebody has to come and talk to politically and financially and we already behind way behind so that's what we need to be working on right now get to it and get that doggone work done I'm gonna say love thy neighbor and don't love them like you love dirt because we because we, we take advantage of dirt every day we did we devalue dirt even though the dirt is what grow our crops that allows us to feed allows us to eat so don't love them like dirt love them like you love like you would love the thing that you do want the most the thing you endear the most don't say uh god bless me but don't bless my fellow my brother my sister my mother if you love them protect them help them nurture them support them because the principal dynamic that we miss so much is that we don't support each other support each other support our avenues support our endeavors so make sure that we actually rise above our station because we will break this glass ceiling if we keep pushing through it so i love everybody uh we won't we won't be able to talk to you until afterwards but Happy New Year, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah. Celebrate what you celebrate. Be proud of it. Be with your family. Love your family. Talk to your family. Check on your family. And even the ones that you have not talked to online, just to get, shoot them a line. But with that being the case, thank you all for supporting. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for your ideas. Thank you all for your music. Thank you all for your artistic abilities. Thank you all for constantly being there for us. So with that being the case, A, ATL world, our people. We all, yeah.
DJ Nila, take us out of here. And fun New Year. Take it! Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sankofa Paradox with Ed D and Low Key on ATL Underground Radio. We are live every Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with a playback of today's episode available Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. So be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend and check us out at MajorSmartENTLLC.com. You can also download the free app on Google Play and the app apple store by typing in atl underground in the search bar got a topic you'd like to hear us touch on shoot us an email at majorsmartent at gmail.com with your suggestions catch you on the flip side and we will see you next sunday in 2021